Andrew. 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 Okay. <laughs> I am finally happy the season's over. No more high school hockey. We're done. Yep, it's over. Nothing else. There's nothing more to say, fellow Andrew. I've changed your name, by the way. That's anyway, what... home listening. This might be their first time ever listening to this podcast. I'm like, wow, two guys named Andrew both doing this podcast. That's crazy. It's a better name than CJ. Let's be honest here. Yeah. You know what else is a better <laughs> that, was, that was the softest. Yeah. You know what else is a better name than CJ? Lightning High, High School, School Hockey, Hockey League. League. Wow, that was rough. We are back. It is the end of the regular season. We've got some uh, playoff hockey. Week uh, eighteen, dude. Ploffs, as some of the kids say. Yoffs. Yoffs. Um, going for the going for the ship in the yoffs. The ship. Yeah. It's a. Uh, we've got a lot of really good hockey. I would up. love to hear people never who have never heard that slang before. Just hearing what we just said, be like, "What are yeah. you saying? Are like you having if, a stroke? Like, for, do you smell toast?" <laughs> for everybody walking by a hockey player, if you have a conversation with a hockey player, as well, they don't speak English. They don't. Yeah, and if somebody it's like, like knockoff English, I've had the same Walmart store brand English. I've had the same issue. I'll talk to somebody and we'll be talking, and I'm like, "Oh man, that's disgusting," and they're like, "Oh, I'm what sorry. Mean? What do you mean? Like, am I gross?" I'm like, "No, no, no. That that means good." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, dude, that was nasty." It's yeah. like, "Oh, oh I'm that was, sorry. Oh, that was gross." And they're like, "Oh, uh, my bad." I, I had this con- actually I had this conversation with my girlfriend the other day, yeah. um, because I was talking about a lightning highlight and I was like, yeah, he, you know, he he just deked the goal, he was nasty, and she was like, I have no idea what you just said. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, like there are certain terms that are in the hockey world mean like you're the coolest person ever, but outside it, of that, they come across. It's as funny not- because when you listen to an interview with like an NHL player or something. It's the most cliche. Stuff. It's like, oh, you know, we got to get pucks in deep, yeah. like 200 feet of hockey, uh-huh. you know, crash the net, and, you know, uh, quick changes. You know, it's like stuff that's like, all right, well, I know what all that means. But then that's when they actually showcase their personality. It's like, what are you what are you saying? Maybe that's why they don't show their personality. It's just like, yeah, what, what words like are coming if out you, of your mouth? If you were in a locker room with them and heard them, like, being all chipper and happy with, like, the team, like, it's like, oh, it's a totally different person. It's like, yeah, because they're with, like, their people that yeah. understand their terminology I, and behavior. My, my first year in junior hockey – um, the first thing I heard was "ewy," and I was like, "Yeah, what yeah, what does that mean?" Like, dude, yeah. that, like, like, dude, that move was "ew." That move was "ewy." I'm like, "Okay, what?" Like, I was so confused, and I realized it's just like, "Okay, nasty, sick, gross." Like, yeah, those are all. I didn't start things. hearing "ew" till like ew, a couple like that, years yeah. ago, which is weird. When I was playing junior hockey, I never heard "ew." You know, what I did hear the other day when I was at uh, Oldsmar. I was at Oldsmar uh, at TBSA. We had to learn to play. Yeah, and as we were leaving. There was a team, like U12s, maybe U14, one of those, but they were warming up outside. And one of them just kept saying, let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. And That's like, like, there's right. like, there's a meme going around with that, It's right? just like TikTok audios, yeah. Let him cook. Ah, man. Yeah, you don't know TikTok because you send it to me. You, you see TikToks on Instagram reels <laughs> two weeks later and send them to me. I can't go on TikTok, man, because I'll be on there all day. Like it just, I know, I know, and I know my personality. Are you, are you saying that because I do that, it's a bad thing? Because I do that. I just, I won't get anything done. It's, I'm correct. I get nothing done. <laughs> yeah, I, reason... I'm already on Instagram reels <laughs> enough. Um, but can enough you, about that. Can you hear that right now? You scratching your beard? Yeah. That sounds awesome. ASMR with the podcast guys. That will be our next podcast. Stay tuned. Please, yeah. Uh, spon- we need a, we need a $100,000 sponsor. Yeah. Whoever wants to. ASMR with the Inside the LHSHL podcast crew presented by. Honda. I was going to say Walmart, but yeah, oh. Honda. What's Shout with out you Honda. and Walmart today? It's just, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I don't know. I don't know why. Let's, uh, let's shift here. Um, Into hockey. Because we're losing people. Uh, <laughs> You just look at the numbers. It's just like just started off with 200 listeners. Let's drop uh, down to let's, two listeners. Let's get in here. It's week 18. Uh, let's go ahead and start with our a little Spotify recap. 
What yeah, do you got we, for us? We had something fun last week. I know we talked about this a little bit. We talked about uh, who's the best puck eater in the LHSHL. And there you go. There's another hockey phrase, right? If I went up to yeah. someone and just said, hey, that guy over there, he eats pucks. I'd be like, what are you talking like, about? That's a rubber. You shouldn't eat that. That doesn't sound healthy. You should see a doctor. Um, but it's the person that is the best shot blocker. Like who just does a great job of putting their body on the line, blocking shots, you know, very uh, uh, Dan Girardi, Ryan McDonough, Barkley Goodrow-esque kind of player, right? C.J. And Jensen, another one to nope, name. Nope, not, was nope, a, I was not, big, not one to big, name. No. Big puck eater no, he in my, back in my day. Nope. You don't even block shots in adult league. That's stupid. I'm not going to block shots in men's league and then have to go I, work I the next can't day. Remember, for nothing. Even growing up playing hockey with you, I can't remember you blocking a shot once intentionally. I will like, say. Maybe like accidentally like, oh, my shin was there. The Good story thing, with you and me was I had no clue how to play hockey when we first met. And then I. It's jumped, okay. I also had no clue how to play goalies. So I jumped out. ship and then got like really good at hockey. I don't know. You can give me that credit. Yeah, man. you know how to be offsides. That's all I. That's yeah, all I was. Know. I was offside. Offside, Charlie. That's what you guys called me. And then, I said, I'm gonna get better and show you guys. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how great I am. <laughs> I'm gonna show you, Dad. <laughs> Your dad's just listening. Like, what? What? All these years. This is all why he's money, gotten better. All the money I've wasted on you, son. <laughs> You're now doing a podcast. Hey, that's 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 not money wasted. That is money invested right there. Yeah. That is a good investment. Oh yeah. Speaking of good investments, how about these kids that block shots? We get back on topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just we we get we get a few tangents and, um, but yeah, we we had a few people that had some shout outs for who's the best puck eater in the league. Uh, Deb Abdullah, which I'm not mistaken, is Jason Abdullah's mom on Landa Lakes. Did not shout out a Lando player. <laughs> Sorry, guys. CJ just spilled water on himself. Um, did not shout out a Lando player. Instead, gave credit to Jackson Clark at Steinbrenner, nice. a.k.a. the Brick Wall. The Brick Wall. There you go. So Jackson Clark. Um, another person whose name is Ken Clark 70 I'm going to assume maybe some relation to Jackson Clark. Possibly. Because the answer was uh, Jackson Clark at Steinbrenner has blocked 19 shots as a forward, most of them on the PK. It's a very specific number. Yeah. Credit to, to that. Uh, but Ken Clark 70 also said uh, a few names for the award because we just said who's the, you know, shot blocker person. We don't really, we don't have a, a lot of creative bones in our body here. Uh, it said Mr. or Miss Goodyear Award, a.k.a. the goalie's best friend. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, the shot killer. And uh, your body on the line, which uh, maybe too straightforward, but I like I like the Mr. or Miss Goodyear. Yeah. There you go. Um <clears throat> Let's see what else we got here. So two, two uh, shout-outs to Jackson Clark. So shout-out Jackson Clark on Steinbrenner. Uh, our good friend Ethan. <laughs> we have pronunciations again. Oh, boy. Here we go. Ethan. Here we go. All right. So he said, roll pats, and then in parentheses, a very long parentheses answer. So close on the name. Think of saying Dominic, how Dom is pronounced, but with an S, Doms. Just add an ad, A-D, and you get ad Doms. So, Ethan, at this point, it's mostly just where's the where's the emphasis on your name? It's not Adams. It's you know what? Adams. It, at this point, Ethan, it's on you, man. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm is, never saying it. Is again. the pronunciation is the emphasis on Dom or Ad? That's really the only issue because it's, if it's if it's on Ad, it's Adams. But if it's on Dom, it's Adams. We so just can go Adams. 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 Yeah. Ethan, it's Ethan Adams. I'm. Right? If it's wrong, <laughs> just Ethan. I'm a done with this. So we're gonna just completely <laughs> move on. 
Um, it's out of lovey. Maybe we yeah. Maybe have an easier last name. I don't know. I don't know. Change what your talk. last name. Go to the government. My <laughs> last name go is. Go to the government. Why do you want to change your name, young man? Ah, two podcast hosts. That was too hard. I my last it. name is Jensen. It's so easy. It's so easy. He made that his DJ name and took out the vowels. Yep, because I'm lazy. He's literally JNSN. Yep. Just the laziest creative name ever. Lazy. Speaking of DJing, shout out. Here we go, folks. How about this? Here Let's we go. I'll give a shout out to our good friend, DJ CJ Jensen, uh, or JNSN. Whatever. Honestly, at this point, there's so many names. Um, because during the Gasparilla Parade this last Saturday, he was spinning the tracks? Decks, whatever you want to play music. He was the DJ on the Lightning Float. It was great. You're wearing a Cedric Paquette jersey. Uh, actually, I think I don't know. It was Chris Pocket, his oh, cousin. Really? Yeah, I was I was wrong. Ah, so I was gonna say because it was the wrong number. Yeah, it was wrong like, number like thirty four or something. Yeah, I was, but it it was cool. Uh, it was a fun time. There was a lot of a lot of fans there. It's the third time I've done it. I will say, um, l- this one was possibly the best one I'd say in terms of crowd mm. reaction and performance. Um, so it was very fun. And so you finally played some good music. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that so helps. I got better. Um, no, <laughs> I, a couple parents that I learned to play the next day, uh, which really caught me off guard. I was walking past them, like in my hockey stuff, and they're like, "Hey, saw you on the float yesterday, man. Good, good tunes there." I was like, "What? That's so crazy." Play Freebird. Yeah, like play something with a with a guitar. Like I. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, no, she doesn't know what a guitar is, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, back to these answers here. More shop blocker love. Uh, Henry Sprinkle said, "Definitely Nick Ball." Okay. So shout out Nick Ball. Uh, Kyle Nickel just did this. You guys can't see what I'm doing here. Only CJ can see I'm doing a, a hand signal. Uh, it's the, the hang 10, yeah, right? With like your, a your surfer, your thumb out. surfer yeah. one, yeah. So is that a vote for himself? Possibly. Sure. So shout out Kyle Nickel. Why not? The hang 10 award. Hang 10. Hang 10, Kyle Nickel. Best surfer in the Lightning High School Hockey League. Kyle, if you don't start surfing right now and send us pictures as proof, I'm going to be very disappointed. Dude, hit the waves. That scared me. That was that was too good. Yeah. Are you, do you surf? I do actually. Are you Australian? Can you guys? Everyone here needs to listen to CJ's Australian accent at least once in their life. I did it. I did it a couple episodes ago. Oh, I might. Oh, I might. Gotta get to Bendigo. Bendigo might. All right. So this next one, uh, Peter Tedeschi is alive because he answered. Peter, uh, can you guess what he said about Shot Blocker Award? Without, for the record, by the way, CJ has not seen these answers. I'm reading them yeah, off my he's, computer. Yeah, I can't see what he's doing. Um, he Take a guess of what he might have answered. Something to do with dissing Talon Booker, I feel like. <laughs> he just goes absolutely not Talon Booker. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you just know that. And, and genuinely, for the record, folks, he has, CJ has no idea what these answers are. Andrew's on the other side of the room right here. Um, Valerie Cooley says Beast Lake's Connor Sheridan Beast Lake I love that I love Beast Lake That's a great Great analogy uh, I will say Connor Sheridan is a goalie So he's not technically Qualified for this award Nice try Because they always Block shots Yeah That's their job But some sh- Connor Sheridan love Because so he's way, having A great in a, season In a way you were right You yes, were right But No uh, We got uh, Our good friend Your mom The username Your mom Shout out your mom You know they're a Durant fan yeah. uh, Micah Carr Yes I I got a phone call <laughs> From uh, one of the coaches. Uh, you can say his name. Clint Walden. Shout out Clint. He, uh, fun fact, I don't have your number saved. So he <laughs> called me. I answered during a high school game. He's talking to me. Hello. It took about two. That was you. You going, t- hello? I go, I go, what's up? And he <laughs> took about two. I was like, I'm surfing. What? It <laughs> took about two minutes for me to figure out who it was. And then I just went with the rest of the phone call. Um, but See, here's how I know it's him when he calls me, even if I don't have his number saved, because I go, hello? And he goes, Hey, man, remember I scored four goals on you in high school? I'm like, really, Walden, really brings it, it up. I love you, Clint. That's all out of love. Luckily, he has not scored any goals on me. Uh, so, 
And I would never be caught dead playing goalie with him on the ice. No thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. he he recommended uh, our good friend Micah Carr, mm-hmm. and he said kid eats pucks like it's nobody's business. So I uh, definitely a nomination there. We'll add him to the list. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, you got any more? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> in that same area regard. Um, is that Clint? No, it's my cousin. <laughs> That's staying in. Yeah, no. It's, out. Can you imagine? It's like, yeah, Clint called me, and then it's just like, I heard you guys are talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a message from uh, Todd Cuminale from uh, Durant, the head coach of Durant. He's, a, he's an old friend. And he goes, I'm not on Spotify, so I'm going to give you my Puck Muncher Award nominee. There's another name, Puck Muncher. Puck Muncher. That's a good one. But he said, same thing, Micah Carr is without a doubt the leading shot blocker on our team. Anyone on Durant would tell you the same. Well, apparently they did because uh, – Clint called you and said that, and our good friend went out of his way. Went out of his way to call me. So I so mean, shout I, out Micah yeah. Carr. And then we had one last answer, uh, Kason Thomas. So there you go. That was the last one from S. Murray. Nice. Said Kason Thomas. Love that. So that's our. Uh, those are some love for the guys who are not as heralded as maybe you know you're not putting up 20 goals a game, but you know you got to get some love for the things you do. Everyone's a little bit different. I had a player when I was playing high school hockey. My good friend Carter Maddox on uh, on Freedom did not put up a ton of points, but I loved when he was out there because I knew he would just always be ready. He was a good stay-at-home defenseman for me, and he'd eat a lot of pucks. So shout-out Carter. Um, goalies remember. Goalies always remember uh, the guys that block shots. But speaking of awards, I know you wanted to give some shout-out to someone else here, CJ. Yeah, obviously we're going to have more awards uh, post-season, including playoffs. Post-haste. Uh, post-season. Post-yoffs. Post-yoffs. Um, post-chip. Post post post, post bag chip. of chip post bag of Lay's chip. <laughs> um, yeah, one award I had, I just I've noticed this from his years of playing. Um, Cole Parkhurst. Uh, if I were to give him an award, it would be the I know it's six nothing, but there's still hockey to play award. That kid, <laughs> it's a great name. Yeah, it's a great name that, for an award. That kid, I mean, like, just does not stop. Endless motor. Yeah, it can be ten nothing, and he is, you know, he's still playing his hardest. It could be the other way around. He could be losing, no point in playing, and he's still. You know, I know Colleen and I talked about him when we were on the broadcast for the All-Star game. Yeah. Because he not only scored the first goal of the game, but he was blocking. He blocked multiple shots that game. Colleen wanted to give him a star, like a, one of the top that's stars what I, the game. That's, that's, that's what like kind of confirmed that I wanted to have him for that award because like it's an All-Star game. And kids, and he's blocking kids shots. He's blocking shots, man. It's, it's awesome. What a crazy guy. What yeah. an absolute psychopath. Yeah. We love so, it. Yeah. Love the, it. the best type of psychopath. Yes. Um, Let's uh let's get into this recap here. You yes. got some recaps? Well, first, I do want to mention uh, we did have an interview with Signe Leonard. Um, unfortunately, we did it over fax, so you guys can't hear it. We can only see it. Ooh. So. Oh, also, speaking of interviews, um, forgot the All-Star game. Uh, Brian Bradley, the West coach, he... Uh, he did an interview with, with you. Yeah, he sat down with me afterwards. We were standing, actually. I'm sorry. I lied. Um, after, <laughs> afterwards, he... <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. I lied about that. <laughs> Yeah, he played uh, over 14 years in the NHL. He's uh, I've I've known him for a good while. Great guy, uh, great player, great coach. So we have an interview with him. Yeah. So and when we're done, we're just gonna play it. We're not gonna play it right now, but we at the end of the episode. Nice little nice little yeah. gift for you guys. So you have to listen to us talk. Don't skip ahead. I see you. Whoever's touching the thing, move it. Move Whoever your... whoever's fast forwarding, stop. Brad's stop fast forwarding it to your to your interview. <laughs> Brad, you have to listen <laughs> to this whole thing. You have to listen to high school hockey. Brian so. Bradley. Please yeah, let's uh, let's get into it though. Let's recap this. Yeah. Last week of the regular season, huge one. Start off with a huge game this week. Durant two to one over Manatee. Manatee needing to win this game to make the playoffs. For the record, if they won this game, they would have made playoffs because it would have tied 
in the standings with Mitchell because Mitchell ended up tying Steinbrenner and Manatee would have made playoffs. But Durant said, we're going to play spoiler. We are in the postseason, but we're going to play spoiler anyway. How about this? Micah Carr. Talked about him. Nice. Shot blocking expert. Third period goal was the game winner. Tucker McKinney with a goal as well for Durant. Taylor Whaley, the goal for Manatee. But how about Ryan Putnam? Manatee with their season on the line, giving everything they've got. And Ryan Putnam, 39 saves on 40 shots. Incredible performance. Durant with the win on that one. They continue to the postseason. Newsom Wolves, 9-7 over Lando Lakes, a potential playoff preview. You never know. If it gets to the Eastern Conference Final, these two teams could play. Newsom, a four-goal third period to get this W. Colin Jackson, four goals and an assist for the Wolves. Skogan Schrott, remember him? Two goals and three assists as well. Ethan Curran. Remember him. <laughs> yeah. Every time every time we talk about uh, Newsom and he's playing, there's always some points on the board. Ethan Curran, five goals for Lando Lakes in this one. High scoring from both ends. Would yeah. love to see that in the playoffs. Just a high scoring back and forth. <laughs> the coaches would be oh, yeah. going nuts on the benches. Yeah, but that's, that's, you could hear Rosie right now just, <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Come on, play some defense. That is some oh, entertaining great. hockey, though, as a fan. Love Let me Rosie. tell you what. Yeah. Can't wait to watch I'd rather watch that than watch like a two to one. No, like a, a, a one nothing game. Yeah, two to one, one nothing. Yeah. yeah. Gr- granted, that's what I was saying. Granted, like, like, Every shot is like, oh my god, are they going to score? Yeah. But you know, I don't know. High scoring. Speaking of high scoring, Plant nine to three over River Ridge. I was three there goals, for that one. Three goals in each period for Plant. This one, Brendan Sickles, two goals and an assist. Five other Panthers, multiple points. Charles Abel, thirteen saves in the W. How about Carter Linquist though? Forty-three saves for River Ridge. Yeah, very solid game on that end. I got to watch that one firsthand. And let me tell you what, man, Plant, uh, a force to be reckoned with. They will be interesting to watch come postseason. Wiregrass two to two. Not come postseason. We've we're here. Actually. We're here. We're, we're here. in the postseason. So they'll be interesting to watch right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. When this comes out. Wiregrass two to two tie with Seminole. It was, I was at this one. It was a great back and forth game. Two goals from Emmett Menendez for Seminole. Wiregrass scoring twice to take a two one lead in this one at one point. But then uh, Menendez get that got that late goal in the third to tie the game. Terrence Sylvester and Daniel Pechkov each scoring for Wiregrass. Uh, Eastlake, 8-0 win over Tampa Catholic. Five-goal first period for Eastlake. George Brickledge and Kyrton Stocky each with three points for the Eagles. Connor Sheridan, talked about him quite a few times, picking up the shutout in this win. <clears throat> Clear the throat. Keep her going. Gross. Right? You know what? Sometimes you just got to keep talking, man. Got to power through. Hockey players, what we do. You were at 12 minutes for your last recap. Jenkins, 7-1 over Palmetto. How about this one? Jenkins, a big win in their final game of the season. Four-goal third period here for Jenkins. Jacob Lauren with four goals. Joshua Skipper, a goal and four assists for Jenkins in the W. Freedom, 3-3 tie with the Newsom Wolverines. Each team ending their season on a tie. Uh, Kane Otterbacher, two goals and an assist for the Wolverines. Brandon Vogt, 35 saves. Max Ratliff and Christopher Moyer, each a goal and an assist for Freedom. Jesuit 8-1 win over the Tampa 92s. Jesuit scoring the game's first three goals. Robert Sheets Jr., a hat-trick. Matthew Dolan, our good friend, four assists for the Tigers. Jonathan Coleman, we talked about him a few times on this podcast. He's a good friend of ours there. Uh, 19 saves in the win for Coleman. Brian Kozlowski, the goal for the 92s. And then Steinbrenner Mitchell. This Sorry, was... real quick. Yeah, go for I it. I didn't realize that was the game you were talking about. <laughs> um, I was trying to look at the kids' stats. So one of my JV kids I coach, um, Andrew Kobe. Uh, mm-hmm. great player. Uh, he's been on JV, uh, last season with me and same with this season. Really awesome player. Uh, great kid. Uh, super great family. Uh, he got the call up last night or last night, sorry, last Friday for yes. his game. And let me tell you what, dude, the kid had, uh, from what it looks like here, I just wanted to triple check two goals and an assist. Yeah. If and you scroll down, you can see it. On yeah. The, on the stats, the personal stats. Yeah. There so I was go. just making sure my numbers were right here, but yep, he, yep, yep. I got you, know, you, baby. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> did 
very well. It was. It wasn't really. What was like, his first name? Uh, Andrew. Yep. Great first name. That's why. Yeah. That's, that's what it is right there. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Two goals, <laughs> one assist, uh, three points. It was emotional somewhat because you know JV kid. He's he's always tearing up. I don't know why he can't do that when he plays for my team, but <laughs> it's just super cool. You know, you get into that varsity atmosphere, and I it's I gave a good him time. I gave him a big hug afterwards. I was like, dude, I'm so proud of you. So shout out to to you, buddy. All right, let's keep it rolling. Kids named Andrew. They're good at hockey. We'll yeah. Show. Steinbrenner 2-2 two two tie with Mitchell. Two goals from Ben Grossman for Steinbrenner in this one. Jackson Clark talked about him as well for shot blocking. Had two assists. Uh, Ed Catula, EJ Catula, sharp and net for Mitchell. 32 oh saves boy, in we're this about, one. We're about to get a, another email or something. Why? We probably pronounced it wrong. No, it's Catula. You sure? I'm pretty sure they're emphasis on tool. He's gonna Cthulhu. no, he's gonna hit us up and be like, "You pronounced it wrong. It's Johnson. Like it's gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be so off." I'm afraid uh, to say either, last name. Either way, he was sharp in this one. Carter Trussler scoring for the Mustangs. Um, I want to give a shout-out. Carter Trussler, every time I've watched Mitchell and he's playing, he's he plays on the back end. He played really well in this game, so I like watching him play. Not a lot of blue liners able to play the way he does. Uh, so that's it for the regular season. Let's take a look at the playoffs here uh, and, and look at what ended up happening for our you know postseason, really the, the matchups to look at. You have Steinbrenner and Palmetto, round one. Mitchell versus Palm Harbor. Wiregrass versus Durant, and Riverview versus Lando Lakes. That's round one. The division winners each get a bye. The division winners being Newsom Wolves, Jesuit, Plant, and Eastlake. So that's what's going down here. Uh, before we get into our predictions and a, look, a further look into the postseason, I do want to take a quick look at the statistics for the season. Now that the season is over, here are your league leaders for the year. Tyler Hofberg, 81 points in 22 games. Unreal. That's leads the league. Yeah, that's disgusting. Second place, good, by the way, Nick McCree with 65 points. Same team, Riverview. Okay? So if you go to Hoffberg, 81 points, the next closest player that's not one of his teammates, Ethan Karstens, Durant, 47 points. Almost a little more than half of what Hoffberg did this year. Incredible year for Tyler Hoffberg. League leading 46 assists outside of his teammate McCree. If you go just, you know, no, just in general, if you go with just Hoffberg's 46 assists, not including his 35 goals in 22 games, 46 assists this year, if you took out all of his goals, Hoffberg would have finished third in the league in points. That's insane. Dude, it's, it's unreal. Oh, my gosh. But Nick McCree, how about this? On the same area, Nick McCree, 42 goals in 20 games, averaging more than two goals a game. 42 goals, if you take out his assists... Would have tied for fifth in the league in points. He still had 23 assists. So our league leader in points, Tyler Hoffberg. Second place, Nick McCree. Our goal leader this year, Nick McCree with 42. And our assist leader, as mentioned, Tyler Hoffberg. Um, if you look at, you know what? Should I do penalty minute leader? No. <laughs> I wanted to look and see who it was. Two kids tied. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about... But let's, let's look at goalies. How about that? Yeah. Let's, let's, look at goalies. let's go ahead and look at goalies here. All right. So let's get some goalie love going here. Uh, our league leader in wins this season. How about this? Uh, Patrick Boyle. 13 wins, 13-7-2 no, record uh, of the year for Patrick Boyle. No shocker there. But I want to give a shout-out. Connor Sheridan, second in the league, 11 wins, no losses. 11-0-2 this year for Connor Sheridan. How about our undefeated goalies this year? A quick shout-out to the guys who never took an L this season. Connor Sheridan, 11-0-2. Justin Breezebois on Jesuit, 8-0. Connor Humphrey on Durant, 7-0. Nicholas Spursrud on Newsom Wolves, 5-0. So shout-out to our... Goalies who did not lose this season. Not an easy thing to do. And how about Connor Sheridan, by the way? Finishing the year 
a 153 goals against, a 938 save percentage. Incredible numbers. That save percentage, third in the league among qualified goaltenders. Our league leader, Dylan Dykstra, 8-1-1 this year, a 141 goals against, 941 save percentage. Incredible numbers. Dykstra, Justin Breezeball, Connor Sheridan, Ethan Fisher, all tops in the league in save percentage. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to our stat leaders this season. Let's get into this playoff preview here, CJ. I mentioned, again, Steinbrenner versus Palmetto. The winner of that game will play Plant. Mitchell versus Palm Harbor. Winner will play Eastlake. Wiregrass versus Durant. And the winner plays Newsom Wolves. And Riverview versus Lando. The winner plays Jesuit. How about this? If Durant, who started the year and led the entire league in wins for most of the whole season, could play Newsom, who were right behind them the whole year. For the second round. The top three teams in this league, just purely by record, only by record, you can judge any team how good they are, how bad they are by anything else, but just purely by record, Eastlake, Newsom, Durant. Two of those teams could meet in the second round. That's Durant and Newsom. That's kind of what I was saying. I feel like last week and most of the season, you know, you end up playing these teams that are insanely good because they're in your division. And these guys have to, let's just say, let's pretend Durant goes and wins it all, right? Let's just pick a team. They're the team. Sure. Um, Durant takes it, wins it all. They had to work so hard to play teams, you know, that they've been battling all season that have just been right at their doorstep, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely, or even reverse it. Newsome, Newsome get like Newsome getting this by Getting that first place, I mean, if you look at the standings this season, right, Durant and, and Newsom, just in this division alone, 39 points for Newsom in the year, 36 for Durant. Now, Eastlake had 39 points as well, so let's not, you know, discount what Eastlake has done. However, Durant's 36 points, third in the league, would have led any other division outside of Eastlake, and they're not getting a first-round bye. They could get worn out Friday, play Sunday, and you never know. I mean, let me ask you this. Anything can happen. Let me throw a scenario your way. Okay. I like scenarios. Obviously, every player team is different. You know, if you look at the break that they've had, they're going to be going, you know, a good week and a half without playing a game. Yeah. You know, for some teams, that's, you know, that will throw them off completely. I know when I had games when I was growing up playing where I would have a break like that and we'd get back, I'd feel a little rusty. Yeah. You know, the chemistry would be off. That's the other thing. So, I mean, are you... Do you think it's maybe better for them that they have that game? Could be. You know, keep the, the but train But let's also rolling. not forget, Wiregrass could easily just pull up an upset. Exactly. This is I've seen hockey. him do it before. You know what? Just for funsies, here's what I'm going to do, CJ. I'm going to pull up last season's playoff. And just a reminder for the folks at home, Newsom coming home with a win over Steinbrenner in the championship game, which we were there for. But here's the thing. Here's here's what ended up happening, right? Newsom had to win four games to get to the final. Steinbrenner had to win four games to get to the final. Neither one was a division winner. Newsom beat Jenkins round one, one nothing, barely squeaked by in a game where Jenkins' goalie was unreal. I remember that game. Then they upset division winner Manatee and then played Durant in the conference championship. They could play Durant again in the second round. But then Steinbrenner upsets Plant round one, upsets division winner and one of the top teams in the league, Seminole, round two. And then Mitchell upsetting Eastlake. Steinbrenner versus Mitchell. Steinbrenner beats Mitchell. And that's how it ends up working out. But if you look at the division winners in 
last year's playoff, because you mentioned this, right? You mentioned the rust. You mentioned, okay, well, you know, what about teams that don't play? You know, whatever it might be. It's playing Sunday instead of Friday, okay? Here's your division winners last season. Seminole, Mitchell, Jesuit, Manatee. Out of those four teams, the only division winner that won was Mitchell. So we could look at these four division leaders and be like, wow, they're really good. They had a really good year. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Only one division winner won last year, and that was Mitchell. They ended up losing to Steinbrenner, a wild card team. All I can say, man, is Friday cannot come, come soon, oh, soon enough. It, it's one of those things where you just – we can sit here and make predictions all day, but yeah. when Friday comes – If you pick Chalk Talk yeah. right now, you could say, okay, well, let's just fast forward to Newsom Wolves and Eastlake in the final because both teams are so good this year. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's one game. Yeah. Anything can happen in it's that also, one game. It's also, Anything can happen. Yeah, it's also hockey, man. Like, you know – like just you can have one goalie make yeah. 47 saves the other goalie make 18 and the goalie that makes 47 saves gives up one goal and the goalie that makes 18 saves gives up two and the game's over yeah that's it, it's, seen it all the time that's what's crazy about hockey is it's so mental and playoff hockey is a totally different type of hockey so you will see teams fall and you will see teams rise uh rise to the the top there so you know what let's let's do this here all right but let's look at because we're gonna have a lot of games next week before this next podcast comes out next week but before that let's just do this friday wild card night Okay, Steinbrenner versus Palmetto. Who do you got? Mm. I'm gonna have to go with Steinbrenner on this one. Yep. Who do you have? It's interesting to me. Um, I've seen Steinbrenner at their peak can play so well, and they can have a goaltending steal one game. And if anyone can get hot, it's Marcus Spencerham. Give me Steinbrenner over Palmetto. Mitchell and Palm Harbor. I'm going with Mitchell on this one. This one was tough. I saw Mitchell this last week. They look good against Steinbrenner as well. It's hard for me to discount a very good Mitchell team. Palm Harbor, if they can get goaltending, they win this game. That's my question. So I'm going to go Palm Harbor. If they, if they get goaltending the way that Ben Reimer plays, Gabe Dalmont, the way they can score, I got Palm Harbor. If they can get solid goaltending to hold off Mitchell, because Mitchell can certainly put up pucks. Now, they limit chances really, really well. Now, the big one here, this is tough, and I know we spoke about this earlier, Riverview and Lando Lakes. I honestly don't know who I'd pick for this one. I That's know tough, it's this is yeah. the toughest one for me. To and pick. this is because after I saw Lando Lakes and Jesuit play uh, what looked like a junior level playoff game. Oh, it was incredible. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, so to be honest with you, I mean, I haven't seen Riverview in a while, but it's I, the thing is yeah. also it's playoff hockey. So like some of these teams that maybe can't turn up the same energy yeah. in a regular season game, they know playoffs. It's it's one and done. If, we're, if they don't, if they don't win, if we're going off of leaders and points, and if you're looking purely I mean, at the, the aspect of numbers, Riverview. Riverview. Oh, for sure, Tyler Hopper and yeah. McCree, the two best players in the league yeah. this year, and Patrick Boyle not letting a single thing go past him. But then you look at you know from what I've seen personally, I, I think Lando Lakes might take this one. Here's my here's my thing. Lando R- Riverview has the upfront talent yeah. to put up an insane amount of goals. Yeah. My issue, and I, I watched, I remember this, it was Riverview and Durant at Lakeland early in the season. Durant ended up winning by one. It was a phenomenal game. And Hopper and McCree are so, so, so good. But Durant was just deeper. And when the third period came along, Riverview had gotten a lot better chances the first two periods. But when the third period came along, Durant got their better looks. You and shut, here's you my shut thing down with Riverview. I love, yeah. I love Hopper McCree and how good they are. But here's the thing: can other players, can their depth come up and make plays? Because if not, you can't put in Hopper McCree every other shift. And by the time the third period comes along, yeah, you're gonna burn them out. Yeah. That's, so here's that's, my that's thing any with any other hockey player. Yeah. Here's my thing with Lando. I think they're a much deeper team than Riverview, and only because of that, I'm taking Lando in this one. 
Yeah, and that's and for anyone can and I, Hopper can take over a game. McCree could take yeah. over a game. And for anyone, Boyle think, could shut down a whole game, and then that's a moot point. For anyone thinking too, because I, I know I know how some people could take that is oh Andrew's playing favorites. He's not. He's it's literally. They had pick favorites over for Riverview the way that. Yeah, I mean we've talked about Riverview all season, so you know use that in court. But yeah. <laughs> honestly, like I'd I'd yeah. love to see Riverview. Oh, I'd love to see them go all the way. This yeah. season, unreal. That'd be an incredible story. I like, and that's not a shot against Lando Lakes or any other team. No. It's just an but incredible what, story. Yeah, but what you're saying, and I could not agree more with you on this, is that when it comes to hockey, there's some things you got to think about. Granted, they are leading the league, and they're very solid players, and we're not doubting that at all. But you know, teams tend to have heavily lead on those players, and you know, a team with a deeper core tends to to play better it's just you, you have know. to be able to utilize other lines because it's uh, the yeah. playoff game gets so it, it, it's such a grind it's and especially yeah. you have game friday yeah if you win friday you play sunday mm-hmm. if you win sunday you're gonna play again next week and then if you win that one you have a championship game yeah on the 10th which by the way a friendly reminder for the folks at home championship game february 10th at avon health center ice in wesley chapel Seven o'clock puck drop. Open to the public. Free admission. Yeah, please, please come and watch. Come on out. I want to see that entire rink packed. It's going to be a great game. Whoever's playing. Um, but then one more game to look at here, CJ Wiregrass and Durant. Uh, we just talked about depth. I think Durant is one of the deeper teams in this league in regards to their ability to rel- like to relentlessly limit your chances. Yeah, and with Ryan Putnam in net, mm-hmm. so good. I got Durant in this one. I've seen Durant once, which is kind of crazy because I met Brandon quite a lot. Um, and it was against a team that I'm not going to name the team, obviously, but it was against a team where they they dominate. It was runtime by the end of the first period. Yeah. Um, so not going to call anyone out there. Um, it's just how good Durant is. Yeah, yeah. And I've also seen Wiregrass be down for nothing and come back and win the game. So my thing with Wiregrass and the reason why it's interesting to me for this game, because I think Ryan Putnam could win Durant a title the way he plays if exactly. he's on his yeah. game. Yes. But Wiregrass, Terrence Levasseur is incredibly talented. Sean Campbell, Aiden Bishop, they have scoring. The thing with Wiregrass to me is they're so roller coaster this year. They've had games where it's like, oh my God, what an incredible game top to bottom. And they've had games where it's like, who showed up? Like, why? Like, did they even play this game? That's that's the thing. And the thing is, yeah. like, with Wiregrass, their ceiling, they could beat Durant. Absolutely. And, and this isn't any other playoff. This is one and done. This is. I watched yeah. this Wiregrass team. And the reason I say this is because I watched this Wiregrass team beat Jesuit in a game where Jesuit probably should have won. But I watched them beat Jesuit this was in Brandon back on, let me pull it up right here, uh, uh, January 6th. It was a 2 nothing win. And I've seen Wiregrass outscore teams in 9-6 to six battles before. But to see them limit Jesuit. Now, Jesuit had 19 shots after two periods. They had seven in the third period. That was it. Wiregrass shut down Jesuit's attack. And Jesuit's a very good team. But Eric Williams, a 26-save shutout, was phenomenal in that game. But they have a lot of good goal like Eric Williams, Brody Levering, Ryan Costello. They rotate through these goalies. If they can get good goaltending and limit chances, instead of playing that high-octane offense, can try to limit chances and utilize their offense when it comes through, they could beat Durant. But I've got Durant in this one. And we'll see. I could be wrong. I could be, I could be very wrong. Yeah. And this, but I've got Steinbrenner. I've got Palm Harbor. Dude, I've this got playoff, Durant. I've got This playoff Lando. format, too, could, got be, Lando. could be totally different from what we're saying. That's, that's, that's another thing that's... That's kind of kind of crazy. There is just yeah. how how separate it could be. But now remember, uh, the winner of Steinbrenner and Palmetto plays Plant. The winner of Mitchell Palm Harbor plays East Lake. Winner of Wiregrass Durant plays Newsom Wolves, and winner of Riverview Lando plays Jesuit. So if this plays out as we talked about here, CJ, I would have you and I both are saying Steinbrenner would play Plant on Sunday, 
I say Palm Harbor plays East Lake. You say Mitchell plays East Lake. We both have Durant playing the Newsom Wolves, which would be an incredible game. And then Riverview and Lando Lakes, uh, whichever one you have as a winner. You have Riverview, then, or you had Lando? Uh, I had Lando. Okay, so we both have Lando. I originally, when we talked about, it, I originally picked Riverview, but I just it, the depth thing kind of, yeah. kind of got in my head. So, yeah. so it should be interesting. We'll see how it goes. But uh, that's all we've got for this week. You guys will, if you're listening before Friday, get excited. If you're listening after Friday, get excited. Get excited because there's games Sunday. There's games next week. There's games championship game again at Avon Health Center Ice. Seven o'clock puck drop. Open to the public. Whether your team is playing or not, come on out. I want to see. That barn packed. Yeah, one and done. No, Winner no. Takes oh, off. we had a bad night. Gotta we'll catch him next game. You uh-uh. show up, you win it. You show That's up, you it. win it. You don't show up, you lose it. So we've got that Brian Bradley interview too. We're gonna play for you, Andrew. As always, it's a pleasure. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy this nice interview with Brad. CJ got the orange juice in the interview, or is it, uh, is, it is it left out home this time again? All right, see ya. <laughs> LHSHL All-Star Team West, Coach Brian Bradley. Not only was Brad's a super awesome coach today, but he played in the NHL for 14 years. Call that lots of experience. Brad's, what was your thought on the game tonight? I thought it was a great game. You know, Team uh, West, uh, I mean, me and Matty Giron came up with a great game plan. We had the kids ready to go right from the opening faceoff. And, uh, you know, 6-5 win, um, you know, uh, they played really good. And it was fun to see, you know, what the kids were out there. And what They got five games left before the season ends and the playoffs begin. So, you know, what they were out there. A lot of kids didn't know each other, but they skated hard. They moved the puck. They went for, like, 70, 80-second shifts. And that's what I told them, keep it short, keep it simple. And you know what? Um, you know, they moved the puck around. It was really fun to watch. It was a good game. And you know what? To see the parents here with the big crowd and all that stuff, it's so much fun compared to what we've seen. Like, you know, when I was here 30 years ago, they really didn't even have high school hockey. So this is awesome.